Greetings, everybody. This is Christopher Messina coming at you from the Messy Time Studio with my co-host, the enlightening and delightful James Langer. And we are beyond pleased to be joined today by Heshi Tischler, uh, the smartest man in New York. Who is I love you. I love you. Castle. Stop right now. I love you. You're <laughs> handsome. James is no good, but Christopher, you're the best. <laughs> let's, let's continue the intro before we, uh, we, we, we jump in much further, but we will stop there, actually. Uh, because Heshi's made some, just proven how trenchant and correct his observations of human nature are. Um, basically... My hair and makeup lady was late, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, just a quick intro for our listeners, for those who are unaware, and I imagine that universe is incredibly small. Um, whilst James and I have been moaning about the fascist morons from Albany to Sacramento and the ridiculous tin pot dictatorship and illegal laws they've been putting in place... Uh, for the Wuhan virus, uh, Heshi has been uh, remaining in New York City and going toe-to-toe with the idiot uh, Warren Wilhelm Jr., latterly known as Bill de Blasio, who is sadly the second-term mayor of what was a formerly great city. So we've been major fans of seeing the actions Heshi's been taking in defense of local communities and businesses. So uh, we are beyond delighted that he's taken time out of his very busy schedule to share with us a bit about what he's doing. And uh, we'll turn it over to you, uh, Heshi, for an introduction, kind of who you are, what's your background, why you've gotten so involved, and why Bill de Blasio is such an idiot. Well, thank you, Christopher. Thank you, James. So let me, James, really, I was joking. You are handsome. But, you know, Christopher, you know, Christopher is very jealous. And if you insult him, he can text, he can shut me off. So I, anyways, uh, boys, first of all, since I spoke to you last, uh, Chris, um, your idiot, my idiot mayor, I'm sorry, he was yours. you, You left us. First of all, you know, today he came out with a new rule without any permission that he's canceling all of Trump's contracts with the city. He has that since he's a criminal and he did something illegal at the Capitol, he has a right not to do business with the Trump organization. He's going to hurt the city by doing that. He had no right to do that. And by the way, you know, I was at the Capitol on on the 6th when we had the uh, the protest and the rally and people march into the Capitol and everybody's saying, Heshi, why didn't you walk into the Capitol building as well? You look for trouble. Um, happened to be I got a text to go to the White House at 2 o'clock, at 2.02. And I was walking to the White House. We were 11 minutes away when all of a sudden we got a text, stop coming, something came up, emergency. So I turned around and I walked to my car and I left town. And I t- when I found out what happened at the Capitol, I took a video outside of town. So maybe God was watching me that I shouldn't have gone in. Otherwise, I'd be in jail again. But m- my introduction to you is, that. let me tell you who I am quickly. I am a local yes. person helping my community. No wings, no special angels, no power beyond just myself and uh, my woman that helped support me for the last 31 years. And I told you she should have left me a long time ago because she fights <laughs> with me all the time. No tie today. She told me, wear a tie. I said, no tie. I can't take those ugly ties. Really, she spends so much. They're so ugly, Chris. I want to kill myself. <laughs> really, you know, women have no taste. I'm in big trouble. I know. I know. I don't care. Anyways, so what I do is simple. For the last 30-something years, me and Linda, who, who's by my side, we take, we do, we, we serve, we serve our community and we do little things. Um, we, we, we take in kids off the street. Uh, we have 21 foster kids. We don't want to call them foster kids. Kids that needed our help and had nowhere to crash five months, a, a year, eight months. 
we, t- we go to jail every two weeks. Um, people who finally get released and they p- people promise to help them. Sometimes they have nowhere to go. So they come to our house for three, four, five months. We have special little apartments. And now that I have nobody at home, my boys are married. I just became a grandfather. You didn't know that for the second What's time. Thank you. Thank you. Another girl. I need a boy. I need a boy for the name. I need somebody crazy to continue. <laughs> but uh, don't tell my daughter-in-law. I'm in big trouble. Beautiful girls. Beautiful. I love them. Uh, so, again, uh, little things like that. We take in. We help people. We find them jobs. Um, I help people in the building department. I fight the city, getting them into their homes, um, uh, vacating, the, uh, getting rid of their vacate orders, lift their stop work orders. I help fight the DOB, the DOT. There's a Department of Buildings, Department of Finance, Department of Transportation. I help people getting their government agency um, supplements. And then I work for the government, which means I'm an HPD receiver, people that they take away buildings that are slum buildings. I go in and help clean it up with for no money or very little salary. And I work for the tenants, but I won't let the city rip off the landlords because sometimes they tell me there's no profit to be made. I show the landlords how to make a profit, how to do it properly. I take no money or very little money as just for my expenses. Some people want to be receivers for the rest of their lives. I want to show people how to comply and I go on my life. I have people say to me, Heshi, you have competitors. I teach people to be my competitors. I want more people out there to fight the city. I'm going to be retiring in one month and 18 days because I'm running for city council. By the way, HeshiTishler.com could use donations. I'm not taking big money. I want to show them I'm a people's person. I don't make any deals. I work with the police. They love me when I get people out of jail. I work with the agencies. I work with inspectors. Even though I fight the DOB, I make fun of them. But the supervisors know I've been doing this for 30 years, helping kids off the street, children that are whatever, abused, uh, wives that are abused. Um, I have 104 suicides last year of children just lost on the street. Uh, women, Awful. 22 years old, no money. They, they, they're throwing money away. Look, you're, you're impeaching presidents. You're spending t- hundreds of millions of dollars on stupid thing. The mayor's wife blew $1.25 billion on mental health research. I could have built 1,600 apartments. And no one knows where that money went. But again, even if there's no account, you're wasting. We have $2.2 billion in duplicity and staff of, of, of agencies, which I can stop. I don't want to be no mayor, no governor. People are telling me I can be. I want to be a city councilman where there's 51 people. I want to get 26 of them. I never want the mayor to ever shut down my city again. I have people, right. Chris, I want to tell you, every Friday, me and this Rabbi Fish are wonderful. He's an angel. We help feed 137 families. We prepare boxes of chicken, food, side dishes, chalis, that's bread, different kind of meals to get you from Friday to Sunday. Of course, they try to make it longer. These are real boxes, not cheap boxes that your city gave out. And there's many many, uh, organizations like mine that do these charities. And I'm so proud to deliver those boxes at night with my sons and other volunteers. Again, little things, take a bottle of milk, Go visit a lady. Every Saturday, I get home for lunch at about 2 o'clock, and my wife waits for me. We have guests because we go to the hospital in the morning. We visit. We stop off three or four people. We, we, we have a good laugh. I eat all the way, of course, as you can see. Every house I go to, I have a meal. you got to keep your spirits yeah, and strength I, up. I got to, my brother. I, I love you. Did I say how handsome you are? <laughs> no. Prosperity is a curse. And then when I get home, my wife says, are you still hungry? I said, sure, baby girl. You know, I got to eat her food, even though it's not too good. You know, her cooking is terrible really i'm joking Uh, if you're watching but that's what i do my my who am i 
I'm a guy who does little things. I've been doing it. I get up every morning at 4.30. I'm in the hospital by 6. If they let me out between 8 and 9, and then I do my job. And then I try to do communities. We have... I know you guys don't like it, and a lot of your, your listeners might not like it because of the, the corona, but I have seven weddings a night. You're not stopping my weddings. You're not stopping my brisses. You. You're not closing my stores. You're not closing my synagogues. I have, we follow the sheriffs. We know where they are. We have the halls open. I, I, yes, people get angry that I'm, uh, I, I taunt the mayor with my videos. You know what? You arrested me for no riot. They arrested me, by the way, Chris and James. You know that? They arrested me because yep. the city, the police made a protest, asked me to come in the middle of the night, get rid of the kids and some animal, which I'm not allowed to talk about because I can get in trouble. You know, we have spies, we have rats in every community. It said that I, I taunted them. You know, I, 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 I tell you the way it is. If you don't like it, if you're mean, you wake people up. I hate bullies. I fight bullies. I fight the mayor. Right. And whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to show you today one of the people interviewing me. You're not scared that you're going back to jail. You're not scared of sitting six months. You're not scared of taunting all these people. I said, let me tell you something. He says, and he also says, why are you running for office? You'll be more publicized. What The way you do it now is quietly behind the scenes. You get a lot accomplished. Because I go into Rikers. I get kids bailed out of jail. I said, you know why I'm not scared? I'm going to tell you very reason. And I know you're going to laugh at me, James. I know you're going to laugh at me. It's okay. Not Chris. Chris is a good boy. You're no good. Um, <laughs> I'm joking, James. I'm joking. Make sure you... Just because he's in California. James. No, James. He's in the right place. No, no, no. I want you to know, Christopher at least donated. James, you didn't give nothing to HeshiTishla.com. That's why I don't like you. No, I'm joking. But you know why I'm not scared? I'm going to tell you simple. My father died when I was 13 years old one month. I took over a family, raised my two brothers, my Down syndrome sister who still lives for me, lives by me and prays for me every day because I'm going to hell, she tells me. She has more money than me too. They all have more money. All women have more money than me. Chris, help me, James. <laughs> Anyways, so... It's because they buy $2 ties. I know that. And they tell me it's $55, that criminal woman, but I love her. Anyways, so I go out and I'm not scared. I raised my family. I built a brand new family. A father was a Holocaust survivor who died. He just wanted to see my bar mitzvah. I raised a hundred. I have 105 nephews and nieces. I have three of my own wow. children, two grandchildren, 21 foster kids with all the other people calling me Uncle Heshi, Grandpa. You're right. I was tough on some of them. But you know what? I, I keep them off of drugs. I tell them the truth. I give them jobs. Me and Linda struggled that some weeks we didn't have money for diapers when we were raising kids. I had to build my house with my own hands. But you know what? I'm 57, I made it, and I'm going to tell you the reason why. Because I do believe in God. I know some of you are atheists, some of you are not. I know the day I stand before the Holy Maker and I stand before the Heavenly Court, I'm going to answer. Yes, God, I was no good. I did bad. I messed around my woman. And you're going to say, what, you cheated on your wife? Yes. I, I sometimes should have been home at 5, 6 o'clock. Instead, I'm home 11, 12, working on the community, different programs. We have the youth center. We have the hospital program. We have uh, we f the food program. And you're right. When a man and woman get married, you have to be together. But the beauty of my woman, and I'm going to tell you why this crazy woman, I have no idea why she's with me. She lets me do this. And matter of fact, she helps me. And I make fun of her. I say, Linda, are you crazy? I make fun of your cooking. I make fun of your family and you're still with me? And the stupid girl answers the one dumbest question. I love you. She's lying because I'm fast. Uh. She even calls me handsome. Okay, because she steals all my money. But I want you to know, you must... <laughs> you got yourself an excellent enabler. You know, and, and, you know what? People, we love people ask me if I have a good marriage. The answer is no. I have the perfect wife. 
The girl puts up uh, with me, and of course I come home every night. Even when we fight, the next morning she still smiles and says I love you, which I know she's lying because she just stole all my money. But that's okay. She is okay. She's a good woman, and 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 I'm I'm proud. I'm proud. You know they try to catch me now in New York. They videotape me wherever I go. They try to catch me cheating on my wife, drugs. They can't handle that I don't do it. Yes, you're right. I scream at people that are no good. If a little child embarrasses me in front of my wife and kids i'm gonna scream back i'm not embarrassed to open my mouth i'm not embarrassed to say anything i'm right. from the streets of brooklyn i grew up in bedsonist where dogs were chasing me are you think i'm scared of somebody opening his mouth to me or a stupid mayor or a stupid governor i'm gonna be city councilman i know not gonna accomplish a lot but one of 51 if i can get 26 of them to think like me to love your think fellow correctly. man come on guys right. come on that's all we're supposed to do this is supposed to be the greatest city and this man killed me now everybody's telling me, has she leave? Go to Jersey, go to Florida, go to California, you can retire. You're not chasing me out. I'm sorry, I'm not leaving. I right. built myself a family. It took me 30-something years. I've gone to jail, I've sweat blood, I've been beaten, stabbed, stabbed. I'm not going anywhere. And my woman is with me, my kids are with me, and I'm proud to tell you that not only am I a, a citizen um, of this great and wonderful country, and yes, I do love Mr. Trump. I don't care what he did. He can make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. I make mistakes every day. Look at me. And I, I do, I, I, I was told by my father, you're gonna love this, Chris. You allowed 1,000 big mistakes and like 10,000 small mistakes. Now, sure, I've gone over that number many times. <laughs> so you, got, you got six or seven left. I have well, zero. Actually, I, I, Matter of fact, I, I, I'm living I, I, on somebody else's credit. I can, I can, uh, we can happily listen. Our listeners can, can hear you all day long. Yeah. And I'd like to thank you for being. Okay. And I'm glad James and I talked about it. Um, we're yes. delighted that we're continuing our string of shy and retiring guests who are hard to draw out of their shell. So we appreciate <laughs> that, uh, that we have managed to get you to talk a little bit reluctantly about yourself. Um, and we look forward to you being on the city council. New York will be a better place for it. I'd be curious, though, if you could tell us a bit about, you know, when you went down to D.C. on the 6th, you know, were you going there as a, as, a, as a larger group? What was the main thing you were looking to do? What did you see there? Uh, delightfully, of course, you didn't get to go put your feet on Pelosi's desk, but that's going to end up being a positive in your column. But just in general, like, what are your impressions of the crowd that was there before it all went haywire? I, I would have done more than just put my feet on Pelosi's desk. Trust me, my zipper was stuck, but if I could have opened it, it would have been. Anyways, I, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, uh, what I saw was there was... Uh, I, I saw a few hundred thousand people, they say there was a million, of supporting not just the president, of a country, of one another. I interviewed, I went there, they asked me to come on buses and groups. I went myself, one, I had my show that night, Just Enough Heshi Show, if you can tell your people, Wednesday nights at nine o'clock, it's on YouTube, Facebook, and whatever local radio, Just Enough Heshi. I went there to interview, to feel the love of my people, to give support to my mm -hmm. fellow citizens, not just in New York, from across the country. And then, of course, I wanted to do my own due diligence to walk around with my co-host and my nephew, and then we were going to come home. That was it. That's why I went. Sure, I went to do a little work there. I stopped off on the way in two other communities to make videos, to make people happy and to give them business. When I do my pizza videos or store videos, they get, they get, people get more uh, customers, and I don't charge for that. I want people to be happy. I make no problems making pictures. I go to weddings every single night or every other night, and I'm happy to support them. So I went to Washington 
for support. I saw the love of this country. And what happened in the capital? First of all, they should have let us in to begin with, in to, to view the thing. But you're right. We shouldn't have pushed our way in. Um, I, I don't condone violence. But again, when you hold us back, you keep constantly pushing us to the limit. What do you want us to do? You don't want us to, you want us to sit there like lambs? We're getting angry. Yes, We're going do. to fight back and people are going to break. And then what are you going to do? Call me. You know, the reason I was called to those protests when I was arrested was I was at home in bed one o'clock. I was at home in bed. They called me. The police called me. Has she come out to help us? I said, what do you want from me? And I came and the people listened. And the police set up the next uh, protest. As, as like a, a thing, I come out to help. I don't condone violence, but when you push them to the limit, you don't think somebody's going to break. You know, you, you beat a woman so long, what do you think she's going to just take it? I hate when some women have to. I know that it's bad. I have kids committing suicide. Why would they commit suicide? It doesn't make sense. But again, you push them to the limit. Some of them can't take it. And you have to love. You have to be there. I'm pushed to the limit. Will I fight back? I'm fighting back in a different way. But people are ready to explode. And I don't want to see this country at civil war. I don't want to see no more burnings. I have stores being burnt, broken into in New York City. You shut down Manhattan, you burn a store, and you're telling me on my own radio show, yeah, we should loot. They have insurances. We should burn. 422% increase in crime. Murders. I mean, you're just talking over the weekend. I don't want to tell you about four shootings. Ele- I mean, 11 shootings, four murders. But we're busy working on the Capitol arrests, arresting people who are sitting in the Capitol. Why aren't you working on my murders, my robberies, my shootings, sending right. 1,200 mili- um, uh, National Guard to, 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 to Washington? Keep them here. I need them here. 200 cops sent, keep them here. And, and I'm just doing it. You're talking black lives, white lives, Spanish lives, Asian lives. I, I know you all hear it. All lives matter. I really believe it. I believe it. I had black kids in my house, Muslim kids. I'm the only Jewish boy in my neighborhood that can walk into a mosque with a yarmulke because we had a Muslim girl in my house and I couldn't take her to the synagogue. I had to take her to the mosque. It was very interesting the way they prayed. And, and I stood there and the, and the guy loved me. Plus, I helped him with all his violations. <laughs> There's always, you know, these rabbis, oh, priests, and my, they always have an altar, uh, altar, whatever. It doesn't make a difference. I love everybody. And, and, and I go home at Hashem night. Hashem works in wondrous ways. That's right. And, I, and at, the, yeah. at the end of the night, just like you, Chris, just like you, James, we take off our clothes, we lay in our bed, we stay with at night, and we look up to heaven, and we say, thank you, God, for giving me another day. And that's it. I'm so proud that each day I'm able to do something, even on a bad day, something. So what you want to tell me, I need the money. I'm happy. I'm going to stand before my maker. I'm going to say when I was in jail, I tried my best. When I was on the street, I tried my best. And you're right. Not always did I accomplish. I'm just, you guys think that I'm somebody big or the big name. I've been doing it for 30 years. Just now that you guys are getting to see me because I'm cutting locks, I'm fighting the mayor. I've been doing it a long time. Just that no, uh, no right. other idiots have been stepping up. So I'm just going to step up. Excellent. Yeah, just, uh, absolutely amazing uh, stuff, Hashim. We appreciate you standing up and defending what you believe in, defending your rights and defending the rights of uh, a lot of Americans. Um, maybe you can just give us a uh, kind of, if you, on your wish list, uh, the top two, three, four things that you hope 
to achieve as city council. Um, see, so I'm not one of your big legislators that has to make laws and change the world. I have issues that the people, I'm a person. So I have a big problem with postpartum depression that's a very big problem across this country. Women are, are lost and it can affect their marriages, it can affect their children, I see it firsthand. It can affect their mental attitude and they can hurt themselves. Postpartum depression is one of my main things. Youth centers and drug centers, they're both one across this country, especially my neighborhood. I have only one. I need more of it. Kids are doing drugs. Kids are lost. I'm never going to let you have a marijuana. I'm against it. I don't care what the rest of you say. It bothers me. I see them. I see they're lost. I can't let you have it. But those are things that I like. More youth centers, more drug centers. Of course, um, I want to make sure education is very important. I want to help people with tuitions. I'm never taking away private schools. I don't like that the government is getting involved with the sex education. Remember, I'm still Jewish. You teach what you're supposed to teach, and you, there's always a curriculum. And most importantly, one of my, my major issues, of course, in this city is there's so much duplicity that you have red tape in this city of de Department of Buildings, Department, 312 government agencies. I want to uh, cut them down. If they were doing the pandemic, they were able to go between interagencies and give fines and violations. Now I'm going to teach you a lesson, and I'm going to combine you, cut you down, save $2.2 billion in the budget, and that's, these are little things that the people need. Um, traffic mm. movement. I know how to fix these things. I'm the guy who does it for a living. And of course, most importantly, this is the most important thing I'm going to be going into. I know you're going to get angry, all you people out there. I'm going to be going into nursing homes and hospitals. You're telling me you're understaffed. You're telling me you're incompetent. People are dying because you don't have medicines. Well, you're going to make less money and you're going to be more more to the people. And of course, the homeless issue, which is just the worst. There's forget the people who are homeless, they're living right. on the street, they know how to make it, which again, it hurts me. I go every Friday, that I can only do so much, Ocean Parkway, $2, $5 to my regulars, a coat, a jacket, wherever I can get leftover stuff I give out. But I have 20,000 children on the street. 20,000, forget wow. the adults, you and me and Chris, yeah. you, me, James can hang out on the street for a night or two, it's hard. 20,000 children on the street? I, I, I have no answer for you, I'm ashamed. I'm embarrassed to be, yes. to, to walk down the street when I see a child and I don't know what to do. I can't take them home, all of them. Even Linda will kill me once in a while, but it's, it hurts. I, I, don't, I have right. no answer for you. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out because I'm a grown man. I'm going to take my time. I'm, I'm, I'm giving up my business. I'm giving up my job. I'm giving everything over to my kids. I'm going to do this. This is my focus for eight years. Everybody says, you'll run for senator, congressman. It's eight years. This is what I planned for 30 years. This is my opportunity. I'm going to keep mm. my word. And I'm going to work for the whole city, not just for my district. So these are the main yeah. issues that you want to hear. And I want to tell you a little story. I know you're running out of time. I don't know if you saw the movie Inglorious Bastards. Did you ever see that movie? Yes. So I know you think yes. it's a fake movie. It's really a true movie. The first part of it, my cousin Getzel Schwartz, when he came to this country, they killed his 10 brothers and sisters. He made it here with his father, big monster of a human being who couldn't speak English. And back then, he joined the American army. What do you do with a Jewish boy in the American army with a lot of prejudice? They put him in the paratroopers behind enemy lines who couldn't speak English. And I remember sitting as a six-year-old with my cousins around him, telling us stories how he used to cut over Amer uh, um, uh, Nazi lines cut their throats, cut their, uh, you know, stabbed them and killed them. And we were like in shock. This was a good man. He, him and his friends. And each time he made it back 
and he had medals like you never saw before. At the end of the war, he found a sister that lived, and they killed her a few days before. And um, he went crazy, went into town, started shooting the Germans. They captured him. What do you do with a hero? So they threw him out of the army with an honorable discharge and a pension. He had nowhere to go, good-looking monster of a man. So he flew to Israel. Israel went to war in 1948. He joined their army and he became a hero there wow. as well. He used to fly back and forth. Wow. When I met him at 70 years old, he was still doing 100 push-ups in his underwear. The man was a powerful man. Mm. So that movie, this is where I learned my stuff. Stuff like this of men who've put their lives on the line. I'm a nobody. What am I doing? Going to jail? What, screaming and hollering a little bit? Delivering a box of food or milk? Please, I, I, I'm so jealous that I can't do more. And, and I know you're going to say, hey, she, you're nuts. You need some medicine. A lot of people tell me that, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're the first two that are not going to tell you I that. Did I say how <laughs> handsome you are, Chris? You see, James kept quiet. Chris, James is no good. Chris, you're my friend. Come over for dinner. <laughs> Absolutely. Next time I'm in Brooklyn County, okay. you're going you're to come to regret that. I got a huge appetite. You're going to be great eating in my house when is not a good cook. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm going to fight for F-Shoes. I'm going to be on the street. I'm a street man. I walk the streets. I have no problem walking around the hospital giving out blankets, sheets, being screamed at. I don't like to be embarrassed in front of my wife and kids only because I'm a man, like everybody else. I want to be respected, yeah. but if you want to scream at me on the street normally, like I'm going to find Schumer or de Blasio on the street, you're going to watch one of my videos calling them names like you never heard before. And if I'm there with you, they're going to get it. In, they're going to get it in stereo. I love you. <laughs> they're the worst. My, I grew up in a household of reasonable people, and my, my own mother who is a fine moral woman refer, will only refer to Schumer as Upchuck. <laughs> I love your mother. I just, you know, <laughs> you, you guys don't understand that that what they're doing to us, and you know, right now Governor Cuomo is saying, oh, we have to open the city. We have to open the state. I mean, we've been telling you this for a he while. He got that idea from listening to Messy Times. We've been telling him. Since, since March, this shutdown was absolute nonsense, and he finally got to our back catalog and a light bulb went off. So, you know, we give him credit for finally realizing his errors, right, James? I mean, we've got no right. problem with him Absolutely. finally picking up what we're laying down and moving on it. Yeah. Yep. A year later, It'd be nice if he gave us a little credit now and again, but, you know, it's King Cuomo, so he's not likely to do they, that. They shut down my parks. It took me four months, but once my movement started, it's still not big enough, but I see people across the country, like in Buffalo, upstate New York, California, people are fighting back. It's very little, but right. we do, but in my community, Boyle Park, Flatbush, Midwood, my stores are open. My schools are open. They call me day and night. I'm not letting them shut me down. We're going to be here. We're trying our best. I'm doing the best we can. I go to the hospital every day. So I don't know about your numbers of 900 people dying every hour. One person COVID. I, I'm I. Nobody else. I walk the hospitals. I make the videos. I'm a volunteer there. I take my shots. I don't understand your stories. Yes, YouTube says it. I'm not allowed to post those videos anymore. I won't. I post it everywhere else. But people see me in the hospital two days ago. I took a picture of me in the emergency room and a nurse walked by empty. Now explain it to me with all the people dying every 12 right. seconds. Right. That's always right. been our question. Well, right. We know the, Absolutely. The, doctors, the doctors and nurses we know here in Florida... Their commentary is exactly the same. You know, I had a conversation with one ER doctor I've known for years. I said, you know, God, are you, basically something like, are you feeling the pressure? And he looked at me, the guy was nuts. He's like, what pressure? I worked four days last week. I went fishing. Like, what pressure? What's this fantasy? And one of the reasons we've been given here, and I don't know if they do this um, 
in every state. I think it's state by state. But part of the reason Ron DeSantis is sane is he realizes there is no pandemic. There's a seasonal virus. And that's sad, but that's a seasonal virus. Um, but one of the reasons the numbers are so high is that they've now switched the protocol. So if you are a student or a teacher or someone who has been exposed, quote unquote, and you need a COVID-19 test, they'd send you to the emergency room to do the test. So you walk into the ER, right. they check COVID, they shove a thing up your nose for three minutes and you leave, you've been on premises for eight minutes and that's counted in the COVID hospitalization numbers. It's nonsense and they're perpetuating this lie. Um, James and I were very hopeful that once Orange Man Bed was unelected and President uh, Harris uh, was, was elected with her you know, interim, interim step stool in the way, uh, that this whole nonsense would go away. But apparently, Tin Pot dictators just love the power too much, and they're not going to let go of this no, farce. No. And, and, and what bothers me is is that, you know, I heard I was coming down to Florida for my birthday, by the way, January 29th with Linda. I don't want to fly because they're going to arrest me for sure because I have mental problems on the plane. I'm not going to listen. So Linda doesn't want to drive, but I'm coming down there. And I heard somebody telling me you have to wear masks or you get tickets in Florida. Somebody's telling me they're walking. Somebody said they were walking. In New York City, I'm telling people to throw people out. Don't let them in. It's illegal for you to let them in. I stop them. But people are scared when they see those fake little badges. Uh, the police, the people, the police are wonderful. Some of them are just scared of your mayor. But these guys are, are torturing us. You know, the United States of America means we have to be united. But yes, each state has its own constitution. But these two animals, Cuomo and de Blasio, who I call Cracamo and de Bleblio, because I don't even know how to say the loser's name, Really, they they believe that <laughs> Warren Wilhelm Jr. Yes, and they child of communists. They believe that they can do what they want without the city, without the people, and then they make them right. crazy, and it has to stop. And and that's why I wanted so badly, uh, Mr. Trump, because I thought maybe he would he would scream more, he would threaten them more. But again, listen, I'm gonna I'm, I believe in God. I'm gonna fight my battles. I'll go down. Um, I'll I'll go into war. I'm gonna fight for my fellow residents. And if they take me down, they take me down. And if not, I'm going to beat them. And I'm very good at what I do. I know the laws. By the way, I'm going to trial on April 2nd for a misdemeanor. While everybody makes a deal, they get, I'm going to trial. So be watching the TV, babies. You're going to have a lot of fun. You're going to have a lot of fun watching me. <laughs> well, we'll see if we can get a seat in the courtroom. <laughs> apparently, we're, yeah, we're accredited, apparently, we're accredited press now, which is one of the funniest damn things I've ever I heard love in my you. Life. I love you. <laughs> So, Tashi, well, thank wow. you so much for your for your time. We appreciate it. Uh, we Absolutely. Uh, we're going to shoot this out unedited, unedited to the world. They need to hear your voice. They need to hear that real Americans still exist who are fighting for their communities in the face of unprecedented fascist nonsense. So we thank you for that. Um, James, any last thoughts or... Any last thoughts? No, I, this is a, a, extremely uh, enlightening, and we really appreciate your time and your energy and effort and the things you're doing, and God bless And you. James, just for your knowledge, Absolutely. you are good-looking. You can shave, and that would make you better. But don't forget <laughs> to tell your people, heshitishla.com, $25, $35. Guys, you want me there. You want me to make a change. You want me to stand up. I know you're not all from New York. Guys, it's not the New Yorkers. It's 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 the point. It's the it's the message. It's it's the movement. We can't let them now when we're so close that everything is great. Internet, money, power, but 
and, and the people were doing so wonderful. I saw what my neighbors are doing and now they're taking away their homes. They're taking away their food. They're taking away their lives, their liberties. People being depressed. I want it badly enough that I want to show them that the people want to be there. I'm not scared of the big business. I'm not, I don't need no unions. I don't need no teacher unions. I'm going to put them all in their place. They're going to teach my children. They're going to be educated. And I'm watching. I'm not 90 years old like Schumer or these other idiots, Pelosi. I don't need a career. I don't need any power. I've done enough. I'm going to watch them. And I'm going to make the changes. And I love you, beautiful, delicious man, Christopher. And James, <laughs> James, shave next time. God Six, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, I shaved for you guys. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, we thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, and Appreciate to all our listeners, much. as we usually say, uh, you know, turn off the news and tune into Missy Times. But this time, Messy Times is delighted to endorse Heshi Tischler for city council and go to heshitischler.com to pay more attention to the words of wisdom uh, and donate copiously to a man who is going to improve one of the formerly greatest cities on the planet. And therefore, Absolutely. as we once again, city by city, town by town, take back our country from these fascist morons, life will get better. Thank by you the way, By God the way, bless. if you want me to make, if you want to hear me make fun of my wife more, Just Enough Heshi Show on Wednesday night at Glycox. Bye, guys. Ah, there you go. Bye Thanks bye. a lot, Heshi. Thanks a lot. Yep, bye-bye. Thank you.